Hello and welcome to the Random Podcast. So today we are going to talk about our favorite documentaries. So we have a wide range of, of, of choices and we are narrowing to three each, as always. Three, it's the perfect number. So Eduardo, uh, I think that you have different choices to, to, to give our listeners to, to watch and to understand. Yeah, and, and I have to say that picking only three is extremely hard. I watch on average about 350 movies per year. Out of those, maybe 25% are documentaries. So when you asked me a few hours ago, like you have to pick three documentaries, I had to go through my list and I narrowed that down to like 1,500 and I have to pick three. <laughs> so <laughs> not fair. But if I, I was thinking on documentaries that left something in me, like kept me thinking or made me be aware of something that I wasn't aware of before. Uh, and especially if they made me aware of my own reality, of my own life, my own world, like in, in a way how privileged we are in so many ways, those are to me the most, the most valuable documentaries. The ones that are showing you like life How, how hard can life be for some people yes. in, certain, in, certain, in, 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 in some places and how privileged we are? So my number one is a 2019 documentary called Honeyland. Mm -hmm. And I actually don't remember where it's in Europe, but I don't remember... Let me see if it's uh, uh, Macedonia. Mm -hmm. It's in Macedonia. And it's about this lady who is uh, a beekeeper and basically her whole life depends on how much honey she can sell. And it's beautifully shot. It's a beautiful story, very powerful. And man, the struggles that this poor woman has to go through it just made me realize how fortunate I am mm -hmm. so that's my number one Honeyland 2019 the directors there are two directors Tamara Kotevska and Lubomir Stefanov we will add links to all of these things yes yes but that would be my number one so my first choice is a very recent um, documentary And it's not something that you didn't know, but listening from the characters or, or the actors, uh, the reality and, 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 and what happened, it's, 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 it was revealing. I'm talking about the Trump show. It's a BBC uh, four-hour documentary. It has four episodes. And it was released in 2020. And, and what is the name? The Trump Show. The Trump Show. Okay. Yeah. And, and it was released in September, uh, in October. 
and then in January uh, it was released the fourth the fourth episode. Okay. And it's the coverage of all the administration of Trump, but with uh, all the. <laughs> The, the the staff that work with him, like Steve Bannon and 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 with uh, Rudy Giuliani, with Scaramucci, uh, Stormy Daniels also talks on the on the on the show. Amorosa Newman, everyone talks to this show. So it's not something that someone is saying that they did or did did happen. It's there them saying the actors, that the actors are talking about it <laughs> <laughs> talking about what, what happened so i think i think it it was very um underrated so people i think that people didn't watch this carefully like they needed to to see to to watch but for me it was it was very 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 interesting to see in first first demand them saying what happened uh, during the Trump administration the, the four years that was in office so yeah I think it's 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 a very good documentary it's BBC quality so it's it's always great to to watch and and as uh, all these these actors um, talking about their experience okay my number two is 2012 the act of killing by Joshua Oppenheimer. And man, this thing is just crazy. He goes, this guy goes to Indonesia and somehow gets these people to reenact mm -hmm. what they did uh, in previous years, like all these mass killings and which is incredible it's like interviewing these nazis and and then them being very proud of what they have done and they showing you how they did it and it's just incredible from 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 everything like every single second i was watching this documentary i was wondering first how did this guy find the story second how did he get there how how what kind of translators or fixers is he using how is he asking these people to to reenact what they these horrendous things that they did and how did he get out of that place alive like how did he get out like how did he survive i just don't understand so the act of killing 2012 joshua oppenheimer man my number two so my number two is a 2000 10 documentary and it's about the life of uh, Ayrton Senna ah that's a good uh, one and and it, it, it just it has a huge impact because probably the accident of, of, of Senna was one of the first uh, actual uh, events that I saw live when someone okay someone died there oh interesting So it was it was live worldwide the broadcast of the Imola uh, Grand Prix, and and it it just it was very very upsetting for me. And I was 12 years old, 11 years old. I I, I don't remember, but it was very impactful for me. It was just difficult for me for for quite some time. And and 
and I followed uh, Formula One like crazy and, 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 and having a Brazilian, like I'm Portuguese and having a Brazilian winning the, the, the world champion uh, three times. It was, it was like I was winning, like the Portuguese were, were winning also. So we felt, uh, uh, and, and the first Grand Prix that he won, it was here in Portugal uh, with, with, uh, with Lotus. So we have uh, uh, always a, a very kind approach with, with Senna. And, and watching that was, was difficult. And then in 2010, the, 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 um, the documentary, it was like he wasn't meant to win. Everything was done for him to lose mm -hmm. because the FIA and everyone was having the rules against him. It was ruling against him. And so he was... No, and, and he was creating too many waves. Yes. He was talking about security and he was talking about things yes. that, that the organizers were like, come on, no, man, just no. shut up and just no. keep, keep driving. And just, just drive. And, and he, he was a very success, successful guy. But you can see the sadness in his eyes. Yeah, always yeah. sad. Yeah. It was so striking. And and then with the documentary, and then you understand he was such a sad guy. He was world champion, but he didn't feel like that. He didn't enjoy it. If I remember correctly, he talks about his childhood when he was racing like carts, like these mm -hmm. little carts, and he always wanted to feel yeah. that way, but couldn't. Yeah, like you are winning the F1 and yeah. making all the money in the world, but he couldn't just feel that happiness yeah. again. Yeah, so so interesting. It was it was very very interesting to see the the, the documentary, and I recommend Sana from and and two thousand. Okay, my number, number three. three. Oh, this is tough. So uh, it was really hard. So my I had three candidates for number three. Mm -hmm. Um. Chef's Table on mm. Netflix, which is, I know it's, it's a series and has been running for, I mean, 2015 to 2019, for four years, uh, five or six episodes per season. So it's not one documentary, but that would be, that would be one. But I also had Baraka, Baraka 1992 by Ron Freak, mm -hmm. which is, I remember clearly the first time I saw it, I saw it in, in an IMAX and I left, I couldn't close my mouth. And then I bought a second ticket and went <laughs> back in and watched it the second time because I could not believe that those places and those images were real. Like those were like, we're actual, like, is this really like this planet? Like nobody told me, like we had all these things, but I ended up picking one that is not as nicely produced as Chef's Table and is not as, as incredible as Baraka. But I think that from a filmmaker's perspective is very unique. And it's the 2012 documentary called The, the Imposter mm -hmm. by Bart Layton. And the reason why I like this documentary is because it completely changed my understanding of what a documentary should be. In my head, a documentary was always kind of like, 
what we just said, like run and gone, and kind of like uh, the lighting is kind of okay, and the microphone is yeah, okay, the sound and the framing is kind of like you're making the best of what you can. But when I watch the imposter, it's so cinematic, it's so beautifully produced. The camera is impeccable, the editing is impeccable, the, the framing, the choice mm -hmm. of lenses for for the for the imposter and for the other people how they change the lighting depending on the situation the editing they it, it's about this guy who lies and who claims to be someone who he is not but then the way the documentary is presented the people in the documentary don't know who this guy is and then you at the end as the viewer you finish watching this thing and you don't know who this guy is. You don't know who to believe. So that to me, this film to me took it two documentaries to another level in, in terms of, of, of production and in terms of meaning. How, like, how can you make something look so good and still be a documentary? So that's my number third choice, uh, The Imposter 2012. Yeah, my third choice is a very close choice to me. And some, it's a subject that I just love. And it's about football. <laughs> and you do love your football. Yes, I love my football. Uh, it is, which which in, in the rest of the world is soccer, but soccer. In, or, or soccer in the US, in, in the world is football. It's football. That's soccer it. for the Americans. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, the class of 92 out of their league. And this is a, um, a two-season documentary of, of three or three hours per, per, per season. Uh, and it's about um, the class of 92. And the class of 92, it's Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, Nicky Butt, Gary Neville, Phil Neville, and David Beckham. But... In in this uh, in this documentary, David Beckham is out of the out of the 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 the, um, the cast. So the class of '92, it's about a these guys that bought a very small club in Manchester called Salford City. Okay. And now they need to develop the club, so they want to reach the Premier League and they've been working since 2016 2015 um, to get the club to the first to the, the Premier League to the first division of, of the English Championship oh, wait, I'm confused like Beckham and all these other players are part of this tiny club? now now in 2017 David Beckham I think it was 2017 David Beckham got in the in the in the in the club also so okay. they all own the club and they are all managing the club and now they are pushing it for the for the first uh, oh interesting the, okay the EPL and 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 it's in Manchester also so they when they get in um they need to change everything but the kind of respect that they have for all the people that were there developing the club for 80 years or, or 90 years, something like that, it was so, it, it was very touching for me because I'm also a, a small club uh, member and I defend my, my, my club 
until with a, with a passion with very I have very to say passion <laughs> and 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 for me i i was seeing my club i was seeing santa clara there okay and, and having these guys that were so big and they were so successful in, in international uh, level coming to a very small club and saying no we need to do the things the way they are doing and improve and respect everyone and develop the the the, the club so they can reach another level and and it's been a struggle of course but it's very it's been very don't tell me the end fall. i want to watch it don't don't tell us the end no the end is is, is uh, the end is every season so it's it, it's a never ending story okay because cool. every season you need to start from scratch so <laughs> you need to follow that and, and for me for me developing and i use it as as a case study for the work i do in my club so to understand how can you Uh, approach the the the, the all the your community to get in the club or uh, what you can do of course with the the difference because it's england and manchester and then sure san miguel portugal a, a source so it's different so but you need to connect with your community and they done that in a very 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 cool way in a very interesting smart way I'm gonna watch it, and and it's it's um, a BBC documentary also, and, and and it's very nice to watch, and it's 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 great because they have access to everything, so you can see everything on on, on this documentary, and it is this it's a two season um, episode right now, so you can just enjoy it. Awesome. Uh, And so you, are you going to put all the, the six links below? Yes, everything Perfect. on the description. So you can follow, you can uh, watch uh, all of them. And, and then in the end, say say what you feel like about everything. People should, people should reply yes. to, 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 to tell us, to share with us yeah. which one they watch and if they liked it or not. Yes, we need that. I think that that, that would be just fair. Yes. <laughs> because we are giving them this gold on these ideas like man from for, from 1500 documentaries i'm giving them four so come yeah. on yeah. yeah the three plus 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 a couple It's, of suggestions you can see that in a week so oh yeah easy <laughs> easy. easy very cool okay. great very idea nice. I, this is this is very random but i love it as always so thank you so much everyone and, and thank you for listening and bye bye for now and stay safe bye bye